That's a song, too. Okay. What's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker. This is WP Water Cooler, episode number 185. Today's topic, we're going to be recapping WordCamp San Diego 2016. We got a couple people who spoke, a couple people who um, were organizers. Let's go around the room real quick, get everyone introduced. Chris, tell us about yourself. Hello, I'm Chris Perryman. I was an organizer for WordCamp San Diego, and I um, run an agency that does custom theme development, mind-blowing things. That's all. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> She's tired. She totally <laughs> awake. <laughs> How about you, Devin? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, my name's Devin Walker. I helped organize uh, WordCamp San Diego, and um, I run WordPress, a WordPress plugin development shop. Awesome. That's awesome. What about you? Who, me? Who? Who, oh. Yeah, who? Who, who? who them boys? Uh, my address, I spoke at WordCamp uh, San Diego, and I you thought it was incredible. You spoke at WordCamp? <laughs> I smoke. I did. <laughs> not, was that your not, talk? Did you just get up there and smoke and then drop the mic? Or S P O K E. I smoke. Oh, smoke. Oh, that makes way more sense. I heard smoke. I did too. <laughs> it yeah. says maybe more about us, Steve. How about you, say? Oh, hey, I'm Say Reed, and I make WordPress, love WordPress, teach WordPress, preach WordPress. On Say Read Media at all the things, and I was aware of WordCamp San Diego. Nice. That's While good. you're making, you're you're taking selfies in front of a zine, so. <laughs> I I was taking selfies with the uh, rad Snapchat filter, so. Nice. What about you, Steve? <laughs> I am Steve Zenget. I am the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup, and we will be meeting tonight at 7 p.m. in my office. Dude, it's like nonstop WordPress <laughs> all day, every day. It sure That's, feels like it. That, sound, that sounded like a Craigslist ad. We're meeting in my office <laughs> at 7 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of at your office, in your office, sounds a little... <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm not. I'm, let's I'll move save on. you. I'll we'll save you. On. I, I'm just saying. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me at <laughs> jasontucker.us. I also uh, blog over at wpmedia.pro, and I tweet at Jason Tucker. So, folks. And you were at WordCamp. And I was at WordCamp. I didn't speak. I didn't sponsor. I didn't organize. I did nothing. I just showed up. I was only taking it. I just I took people hanging out, man. And posted them on the internet to embarrass them. That, that's about all I did. So you were a WordCamp troll then, basically. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so let's see here. Where do we begin in this? You know, I, at some point here, I do want to do a show where we actually just talk about, like, how do you, like, convince yourself to do a WordCamp? <laughs> so we'll, we'll come back around to that at, at a later date. But where did this start? Like, was this like, like, are you guys already planning next one right now, or you know, no. when did it start not, last not year? Not today. That would be mean. Don't we do. We do one week off. Tonight's meeting is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> is this, was this? So we, are, we're gonna take. We are gonna take tonight off, obviously. But we're we'll have like a recap probably next weekend, just for like the organizing team, and then. Um, no, they. I think they suggest you start planning about six months out, something yeah. like that. Yep. We start planning again in August. Was so this, is, this, is this the fifth WordCamp San Diego? Yes. I think so. Yes, I mean, I so. I've only been organizing for two years, so I don't know exactly. But, yeah, it's not been around super long. 
The most amazing thing about WordCamp San Diego to me is that every single year, somehow it manages to be on a weekend where I already have some giant event happening. And it, it moved around a bunch of times, and it still just coincides. I am not meant to be there, just so we're clear. Ooh. Yeah, we do that. <laughs> I know. Well, I used to think so, but your organizing team changed a little bit. So now I was like, I don't know if it's just like, now it's a tradition. Oh, yes. No. Yes. So they they check your calendar before they yeah. put the dates in for the for the word camp. So so Chris, I know I'm I'm not important. We're just so clear. Chris, I was writing on the plane when I was flying back, and I I didn't feel like I was in San Diego when I was at the venue. I felt like I was in Hawaii. I like with the windows open during all the talks and there was a breeze rolling through, I didn't feel like I was actually in San Diego. I thought the venue was really cool. But I'm glad that you said that because you actually had to be in the room with the windows open and the breeze and the really loud planes. <laughs> yeah, but, but like it was cool. Like Even where the speaker sponsors were, like they had their windows open just because it was hot. It was cool. To, to, I, I've never been to a WordCamp where it was warm, number one, and number two, where we just had the windows open. It was really you haven't, cool. You haven't been to Wait. WordCamp Vegas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I was like, um... So, I didn't say blister. I didn't say blistering hot. I said warm. <laughs> warm. Okay. So how'd you guys score that location? That that was a pretty a pretty sweet location. What location was it? Go ahead. Liberty Station. Yeah, it was amazing, and we actually didn't score it. We actually <laughs> were gonna try to go back to Hall of Champions and had everything all set to go. Vendors lined up. Like we were just like, oh, this is gonna be a breeze. We're gonna use everything we used last year because everybody liked it. Took the negative feedback, had fixes all in place just for it to be like awesome. And then I'm like, okay, send the contract over. And they kept like kind of dancing around. And then finally I'm like, like seriously, send the contract over because if we don't get it now, we're going to be behind schedule and calling for speakers and getting sponsors. And like finally they're like, well, we kind of don't know if we're going to like, you know, be around by the time you're camp. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like they knew for a while and didn't tell us. So wait, wait, that venue went out of business. Or? Well, not, they called us like two weeks before. But well, I don't know. I was like probably a month after that. They called and they were like, "Hey, we can go to contract now." I'm like, cool. We have like a completely another venue, and like, see you later. Don't um, you? Don't you wish yeah. they, so they would have just? Kind of like, Sorry? Don't you wish they don't you wish they would have just lied to you and been like, listen, Mike Tyson's coming in town, he needs the venue. <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, whatever, I don't know, like I just wish they would have been a little more upfront about what was going on because it ended up being like kind of a huge nightmare for a second. Like my mom had to come out and watch my baby so that I could take a bunch of days off work to go and find a new venue. And fortunately, Mandy came with me, another organizer. We went, and in one day, I think we looked at, like, six or seven venues. We ended up canceling a couple. We were just like, let's not even go there. Um, but Liberty Station, we couldn't get a hold of, and so we just, like, walked in, and we're like, hey, like, what's up with this venue? And the lady was really cool, and she took us to see some spaces, and we're like, well, I think we can, like, make this work. They were going to be a lot more flexible with things like the caterers and areas where, like, we could actually save money, because that's the problem we were running into, is, like, a lot of these places, like, their preferred vendors are, like, way out of our budget, even though the space itself is affordable. Um, so Liberty Station was just, like, met a lot of our needs. Um, didn't have internet, but Mandy was able to, like, work out some cool internet situation for us, too. So, um, yeah, I mean, everyone really seemed to like it. We were a little nervous about it, because it's spread out, and, you know, some of, like, the, the planes, like, 
in my opinion, minor things, but for some people, I'm sure it was, like, terrible. <laughs> I think most people really liked it. Well, I think the venue was great. I think that was the only complaint that was kind of consistent was the noise, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, the planes, the planes you kind of got used to. Um, um, the only the only thing that I saw, and I'm, I'm not, I'm definitely not complaining. Just take this as constructive criticism. No, I the, really was the sponsors, that. was the sponsor room sharing space with the with the that room where the speaker was. So the yeah. the noise right. there was uh, was a little uh, overwhelming. Yeah, so I, that was a problem last year too. Yeah. We were trying to address that at the other venue. So when we came to this venue, we we're like, great, we're gonna have that same problem. But it was really the only way to like give the sponsors the spotlight that I think we all agreed we wanted them to have. Um, because they're like we used I had to use a chapel. Like there weren't like a lot of like rooms yeah. for us there that were big enough. But um, you used the chapel? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the nice wow. thing about the nice thing about the venue itself is the restaurants are, are just uh you know a block away. There's a bu yeah. there's a bunch of options for Absolutely. lunch and food whenever you wanted. There's a stone brewery right there. It was yep. cool. Chris, what was easier, finding a venue for your wedding or finding a venue for WordCamp San Diego? Finding a venue for a wedding is way easier. <laughs> we, we talked about it a lot. Like it's kind of crazy how limited the venues are. But it's because of our format. It's because we have like three or four simultaneous things going on and all of those things need a decent amount of seating, especially because we upped our attendees this year. We sold six hundred tickets. Wow. Close wow. to tickets. So last year we only sold 400. So it was like, okay, like, if we did more of like a TEDx style and like got a big auditorium, there's more places for stuff like that. There aren't a lot of places that have adequate space to split 600 people to be doing things at the same time. Like well, four the challenge with a WordCamp venue is is you need something that's affordable, right? You need somebody, a venue that's not going to control the food. Right, a lot yeah. of venues require you to use their food vendor or build in a, pr a price per head for mm -hmm. uh, for food. So yeah. that's no, we a didn't challenge. have to use their vendors, but their vendors were just a lot more like laid back than a lot of the other vendors that other venues we looked at. So, yeah, and then like, Joel did an amazing job like haggling prices, like. Um, he had them all like working against each other, like who's gonna give us the best deal on lunch. And I thought that the lunch was amazing. Like the food was really like more than I expected. That's um, what that's what I like to hear. I like to hear that lunch was provided by the lowest bidder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they got uh, they they flew sushi in, or well, it was frozen. Yeah. yeah. Here was the dollar I mean, menu. A lot of people like, left for lunch too because, like you said, there was nice restaurants around. So I don't know if you guys even got lunch, but like the lunch was really good. Um, yeah, yeah, we went to like, the brewery. Volunteers this year too, which was awesome because last year we were lacking in that department like pretty severely. Um, but they were on time. There was like an army of them. I feel bad. I only learned like one or two names, but um, that was Joel's thing too. Joel is doing way too much. We really messed that up this year for Joel. But um, I mean, he did it all. It was he's definitely like I was handing out invisible gold stars. I was like, I wish I really would have bought some gold star stickers. But <laughs> Joel had a lot of like gold stars by the end of the day. 
Devin got most of his taken away. And there wasn't there wasn't any <laughs> that, was that was happening the day before or that day on the first day, and there was the parking was just nuts, and the amount of people that were just trying to get in there. And I'm driving through, going, "Wow, they must have really sold a ton of tickets." And then <laughs> come to find out, people are getting out, and they're all wearing like crazy bright clothes and whatever. Well, there was a, like, there, was a, a there was a running event right at the same yeah. time, so people were parking for that as well. Yeah. My favorite part, my favorite part about WordCamp yesterday was Chris Lemma was giving his talk about five years in the future of WordPress, and the photographer was up front and he was like talking kind of loud, and I don't even think Devin said anything. He just walked over and flexed, and the guy was like, "Sorry, sir, sorry." Like they, they literally went no, to said... the sponsor area. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean like. You, the the WordCamp staff was really on that. Like, hey guys, you're being loud. Like, please don't talk during the presentation. A lot of rooms had that, and the the speakers, I'm sorry, the the volunteers were just like, hey, real quick, shh. Yeah, the volunteers were like on point. They were doing announcements. They were taking care of the cameras. They were. I think even like Joel had it so that they could switch and not be doing the same thing all day, which is very considerate because. A lot of times you get like stuck in a room doing one thing that's like, wow, this really sucks. Like I was talking to a volunteer who came to get a celebratory beer with us after camp wrapped up and it was his first WordCamp. Like he like just started using WordPress and like is getting into WordCamp and he was like, I'm gonna make my first WordCamp experience as a volunteer and I'm like, please like go to Orange County, they're coming up, like get involved and like actually attend one because <laughs> I think he still had a cool experience, and like I said, like Joel was like sending him around to other places, so that probably helped. But um, he's yeah. like, "This WordPress gig is a lot of work right now." Yeah, so he's like, forget this. This is yeah. Next year, can you call the airport and have them just reroute the flights around Liberty Station? Yeah, I mean, the flight going—I honestly didn't think was bad. If you were in one of like the like the closed rooms, like McMillan, you couldn't even really notice the planes. But if you're outside, like you have to stop talking for. 10 seconds or whatever it takes. Well, well, the funny thing was at the after party, the after party was right next door to the airport. The, yeah. the flights were only like a, like 100 feet overhead. You, you stood, yeah. When you stood outside, you could, I mean, you could read the numbers on the plane. You, you had WordCamp on the west side, and then you had the after party on the east side. So literally all day we watched them take off, and then at the after party we watched them land, and then... Everybody started turning on their phones and started watching the. There's a airport in the Caribbean where they almost land on the beach. Right. Yeah. Every, yeah. Everybody started streaming that video and like it. It got people talking. I, I thought it was kind of great. The, well, it's funny because the rental that I was in is also on the flight path, so it's like no matter where I was this weekend, I was like, oh hey, like. Caden loved it. He learned what planes are. He was like, wow, what are these things? I'm like, at least we have one like attendee who just really loved the plane situation. <laughs> I think everybody can recognize planes like the size of it by sound now, just solely by sound. <laughs> right, exactly. I have a question not related to planes or the venue. <laughs> yep. Um, I was really interested in the... Um, WordPress beginner boot camp that you guys did. So I wanted to hear a little bit about how that came about and um, what what the deal was with it. Yeah, Davin can probably talk more about that because he lives with Matt practically. Yeah, but so, I, I didn't mean to follow up with him. Like, I don't even know how that went, so maybe... Yeah, I talked to him <laughs> after, and uh, he said it went really well. 
early in the morning it was kind of hectic. There was a, a huge amount of demand for it. There was a wait list. The room could only fill like 65 seats, and it was at capacity, and I think the wait list was like 10 people. Fortunately, everybody got in that they wanted to, and like the desktop server team was there helping everybody out, and uh, Christina Hills helped people out. Overall, I think it was very positive. And compared to last year's beginner boot camp this year, I mean, it was kind of, I heard, 100% better than last year, which is, I don't know how you get better than that. So My, is this is part of your, um, you did it last year, so this is a thing you're doing again. Is this like something that was sponsored by Desktop Server and they provided everybody, or is this something like your Friday track, kind of like you want to bring people in, or, or what's the, what's the? this isn't something that happens at every WordCamp, so I'm just intrigued by what it is. Yeah, at both camps, we really wanted to have something for every kind of WordPress user to do. So a lot of people are like literally just starting to use WordPress, and we want them to be able to come and learn more about it so that eventually maybe they do end up in developer track, but like they're not all in that place when they come. So last year we actually had like a beginner track that was talking about beginner topics, and then we had two boot camps. One was a theme boot camp, like taking a static site and, and starting to move it into what would be like a custom WordPress theme. And then there was a plug-in boot camp that actually I think Matt did last year too, talking about just starting a plug-in from scratch pretty much. So then this year we were like, what are we going to do for beginners? And we had some ideas, but when we lost the venue, we actually had to like change it. So we were trying to get Matt to help, and I was like, do you want to do a beginner's boot camp? And I was like, I don't care what you do, like, whatever you think needs to be done. So he came <laughs> up with all that. Like, he wasn't even on our organizing team, but, like, he decided to get desktop server and pulled in Christina Hills and um, Lucy. So, like, Matt... And Matt, Matt who? Cromwell, sorry. Cromwell. Okay, cool. That's what I thought, but my, I just want to be <laughs> My second favorite part of the morning, my second favorite part of the morning is uh, Chris got up and she goes, listen, everybody, the beginner's boot camp is already full, but you can get in line just in case people drop out. And she goes, that's starting now. Go. <laughs> Run. And like, and like people got up and they were like, where do we go? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it to be like, I was just like, get over there because I just wanted Matt to be able to check anyone in fast enough that they could start on time. So I was like, please go over there now. Like, don't goof around. Like, because it was. It was kind of like a crazy, there was like a line, yeah. and, and all these people were like, I didn't know there was a sign-up. We tried to tell everybody so many times. We sent like a ton of emails. Um, I don't know yeah. how they missed it. But then we also had people sign up for the boot camp who didn't even have tickets to WordCamp. So I don't wow. know how that confusion <laughs> happened. But like, Mandy wow. was like, I think based on some of the feedback I've gotten, people think that the boot camp is something separate, so we might want to run, like, a check to see the people on the wait list if they're actually, like, having tickets. So I was, like, I went to do it, and I'm, like, dude, there's, like, over seven already. Like, I don't know. I think so we it's just contacted them, because we did have a wait list of tickets. Like, actually, Isn't that what the credentials are for? But I, I think what happened is is you guys announced it on the uh, on the website, Right. And it, 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 it didn't say for attendees only, so anybody could access that form. I guess we just kind of thought that yeah. would be like... I mean, we're coming to learn more and more. You have to be, like, so, so specific with all information and directions. This, <laughs> this, yeah. this, boot camp is, 
This boot camp is for beginners who use menus and custom post types with the letter J. Like, you have to be that specific. (laughs) Yeah, and then it was kind of confusing, too, because it was a beginner's boot camp, but it was more almost beginner into, like, developer type stuff. Not necessarily, like, I just started using WordPress, but all I really want to do is learn, like, how to post to my blog. So we had to also send out a clarifying email because we were getting some feedback from people like, I'm so excited, I'm a beginner, and I'm like, we should probably clarify like what type of beginner this is. And then we did have a couple people like, yeah, I think I'll like take my name off the wait list kind of thing. Um, but whatever. There was a ton of people waiting. Somehow we got all into that room, and I went in there a couple times. It looked like it was going really well, so I hope they got a lot out of it. I'm that sure was they part did. of that was part of Saturday then, so it was like its oh, own track. Happened on Sunday, so yeah. that was on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then so on Sunday, that's when the keynote was, and that's when Justin Bieber and Steve made their appearance. <laughs> so what was the deal with? So Saturday was more like the typical WordCamp with the developer track and yeah. the designer track, and then Saturday. Had plug-in track. Ooh, plug-in track. That's fun. So there was Saturday. Saturday was plug-in designer developer, and then Sunday was the boot camp admin business track, and then we had open discussion by Russell. Yeah, I just want to say that one of my favorite tracks was "Ask Me Anything" by Pippin Williamson. Yeah, that was wonderful. Pretty much went up there and took questions for forty minutes, and some of the questions and answers were. Awesome, and I think we need more of that at WordCamps. I agree because some of those people, like Pippin, have so much knowledge that making them like try to contain that within one topic or presentation that they have to do all these slides for doesn't access what's actually going on. And so, if you can have that kind of dialogue, they can provide so much more information than just you know, here's this one topic with a linear kind of format. That that's what the open. I think, I think it's a great thing. That's what the open discussion is for. Number one, but number two, uh, Pippin said something that was really great. Somebody was like, "How do you guarantee that plugins uh, won't hack my site?" And he literally looked at the lady and was like, "We're not in the business of like running security checks." He's like, "It's an open software. There's too many things to uh, to to check. We just basically make sure the code's legit." <laughs> and it was like, "Wow, you know, like." Literally, we forget. I think we feel safe in the WordPress space, so you you kind of forget that you do have to use some things at your own risk. I don't actually yep. forget that. Um, <laughs> that was that kind of dovetails off what we were talking last week about how you have to you know be responsible for what's going on in your site. So it's good that he's saying that. I think that's a message that really needs to get out there more. So yeah. go Pippin, as usual. Yeah, I didn't get to see any of that, so hopefully we're getting most everything onto WordCamp TV this year, so that'll be nice. What, but, what, uh, one of the plugin talks, the the guy was talking about free versus pro plugins, and then the first question was like, "How do you feel about sliders on the homepage?" Like that quest, that talk went like awry quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, I'm really interested in uh, why you had a picture of Justin Bieber in your talk and what you were actually talking about. I saw Justin Bieber and who's the other? It's a tape player up there. It's a tape player. That's what it was. What? Just, just what's because, your deal? You know? Because because the Biebs makes every talk better. 
Just for shock value alone, or just because you're trying to like spread the beebs? Um, my talk was about uh, perseverance, and so I had some uh, music quotes that I liked, and then I yeah. fin- they, they were a little bit, they skewed a little bit older, so I wanted to bring in a quote that the younger audience might understand. So basically, you're like people for forty years old. I said that um, for like teenagers. Steve goes if you Steve goes if you've ever listened to Van Halen and everybody started checking their Twitter feed like as he said that (laughs) (laughs) they're like who's Van Halen? But do you really? I had a I had a quote from from Van Halen. I had one from LL Cool J, and I said you know if you have no idea who Van Halen and LL Cool J are. Uh, here's a quote from the most important motivational speaker of your time. Mr. Bieber. Wait, so this was <laughs> perseverance, but what about perseverance? Like, just try, try harder, try again, Yoda style, or what's so the deal? I talked a little bit about that. I just talked about um, longevity and how to how to make it in this business. Um, I, re- I really thought you were going to put up a picture of Gary Vaynerchuk and you and Justin Bieber. Like, you totally psyched me out on that. That was pretty good. That's what I do. <laughs> so that was part of the business track. Yes, I was the last speaker of the day in the business track. I also, the, the, I also, the, you're the a good closeout. They know where to put you. The the keynote, if you will. If but, you will. <laughs> if you will. One of my favorite part about WordCamps is that I get to learn from people who are not speakers; they're just attendees. Yeah. And I I got to hang out with Dave Jesh, and he told me a lot about how he runs unit testing. And I mean, I learned something even though it wasn't on the ballot for WordCamp. I still go to WordCamps. I think this is why people should go to WordCamps. It's just because you can learn so much more than what's not on the bill. Yeah, if the we hallway were, track. If, if we were on Gilligan's Island, he'd be the professor. <laughs> for sure. Oh, that's so cute. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I missed his mustache. I'm going to get really distracted by figuring out who everyone is on Gilligan's Island now. Excuse me while I think about that. <laughs> well, there's the professor and Marianne. Um, no, I'm, I'm, t- I'm, I'm, I'm totally calling I'm calling dibs on Gilligan, I'm just saying. Uh, I'm going I'm to go with hashtag OVS right there. That's all I'm going to say. So, Chris, what do you think they should do different next Wait. year? Differently. What the organizers should do Yeah. Different? What should be done different? Um, I mean, for sure, Joel's job needs to be three jobs next year. Like, three organizers need to handle what he handled. That was, I feel really bad. (laughs) But, um, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I'm actually handing lead off to Kim, um, because I might be moving, so, um, I just don't want to, you know, at the last minute be like, hey, who wants to do this? If I don't move, I'll definitely help again. But I think there does need to be, like, a little more structure from the lead organizer um, and just, like, a little higher expectations of, like, people showing up to meetings and stuff like that. I mean, everybody really pulled their weight, and the organizing team, like, was amazing. But I do feel like the day of camp, everything was great leading up to camp. Like, just the meetings in general, and, like, there wasn't, like, a lot of enthusiasm, and I think part of that problem has to do with, like, a lot of us are just super, super burned out. Like, the Springers have been doing this, like, super long. I think Mandy's been doing it since the first camp, 
And, um, yeah, and then we had, like, you know, the year that didn't happen, <laughs> but we never stopped planning. So those people literally planned WordCamp for, like, two years without stopping. And then this year, because of the loss of the venue, we actually shifted our dates into April when normally we have camp in March. So there was a whole other month tacked on. And I think people are just, like, tired, you know. Yeah. And then, like, this weekend happens and everyone is just like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. Like, this is totally why we do it. And I hope a lot of that enthusiasm, like, stays around so that a lot of these people, like, come back and do it next year. But I think, I don't know, something needs to be addressed with, like, the burnout. And then it comes into that whole conversation of, like, we're volunteers, we're doing this for free, but should people really be doing it for free? Because now, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but WordCamp Central is not even a, a nonprofit anymore. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, like... Look, I, it, it, I, I, know it's a, I know it's a grind, but all that... All that planning does pay off. It shows. It does pay off, and like not, I'm not even kidding. I had probably three or four people say this weekend changed my life. Like they said, it changed their life. And I remember I had my first word camp that changed my life. And that's like the reason that I do it is because like there's a handful of people who literally like from this whatever weekend forward are gonna do things completely differently than they had been doing them before they came to camp, and are gonna like make money, have a better work environment, like, whatever it is that, like, they learned this weekend can literally change their lives. So it is totally worth it, and it is super fun, and even though, like, we're exhausted and, like, some of us, I think, started, like, getting delirious and hallucinating yesterday, and, like, just, <laughs> like, <laughs> it was weird. No, yeah, I don't think you're hallucinating. Steve really did say that. Here's the deal, Chris. I mean, not all word camps are created equally, and I've been to several, and there's pe people on this on this show have been to several, right? And you can tell when a word camp didn't have that same effort, it, 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 that yeah. planning effort put into it. It shows. Yeah. If, yeah. If, if if I'm hearing you correctly, Chris, what you're saying is you would like more people to show up and volunteer and get involved, so Joel doesn't have to have twelve jobs. No, that Joel Joel having twelve <laughs> jobs was like totally my fault because last year we were a new team and there was jobs that like never got assigned to someone. So at the last minute, I was like, I'll do all of it, and I thought it was stressful because I did it at the last minute. So this year, I'm like, well, I'm gonna leave. So. Joel can just take the jobs that I had last year because I'm stepping away, and <laughs> it was way more than I realized that it was, and we had a bigger camp, and we had 30 volunteers, 20 volunteers, whatever it was. So it was just like, it needed to be three jobs, and it wasn't, so... Anyway. Crazy. Well, make sure you're, if you don't live near WordCamp and you want to get involved in doing WordCamps, go over to um, WordCamp Central, go talk to them and get that all figured out if it, you are interested in helping out. not to live near a WordCamp? I don't think so. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Move to Mexico. Huh? I was going to say WordCamp Montana doesn't happen, so yeah, it is possible. <laughs> That's it, folks, for today. Make sure you go over to our website at wpwarcore.com. Click on the links there to subscribe. If you like this particular episode, hit the thumbs up button. I'd appreciate that. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, go over and send them to Steve. Thanks, folks. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Bye-bye. I'll just send you a picture of Justin Bieber.